Houston's Star of Hope mission brings you a moment of hope. Could you spare a little hope today? Hi, this is Scott Arthur. Our annual Star of Hope banquet has always had a theme. This particular year, the theme was Thrive, inspired by the popular Christian song written and performed by our musical guest that night, Casting Crowns. But Thrive was a lot more than a song to our testimony. It was a description of her life, beginning when she walked through the doors of the Star of Hope. You see, her life before that point was hopeless. She felt invisible. With her young son looking on, she unfolded her story, often stopping to compose herself. She was nervous, but she was able to share, and the audience was all ears and all heart. There were times when I felt invisible. When you're homeless, you blend into the wall. You blend into the city. My own family would have told you that they could have walked right past me in the street and never noticed me. My name is Karma Coker, and my story starts like so many. My life started under difficult circumstances, raised by a single mom. My brother's life and my life was anything but stable moving at least every year, not knowing until years later that, I was, that she was trying to keep us out of harm's way from the violence of my stepdad that kept finding us. Drugs and alcohol were also a normal sight in my home. Those early impressions set the stage for my life. I was married at 19 and had two daughters in my early 20s. I white-knuckled trying to live through the, lived what I thought was the right way. My only concept of family life was what I had seen on TV. It worked for a few years, but as soon as my, my husband and I started going to clubs, it all changed. I was off to the races and didn't know how to turn off this insatiable drive to escape reality, to numb the pain. I had no clue on how to be a mother or wife, and living under a veil of having it all together can only go so far. Eventually, divorce followed, and my girls were going back and forth between us. Especially as my use of drugs and alcohol increased, I knew in my heart that I was injuring them and dragging them through the same life that I'd promised I wouldn't do. They lived with their dad from 2000 on. I had lost my children. After that realization, I gave up, and I did anything I could to destroy myself. I had no hope. At 26, I found my father and met him and my grandmother for the first time. Over the years, I saw them occasionally, but no real relationship was established because my addiction had escalated. I had a son in 2004 and I thought that that pregnancy would help me get sober and I'd have another chance to be a good mom. Well, it didn't, at least not during my pregnancy. Everything I swore I would not do, I did. And from the time my son was three months to 18 months old, I struggled trying to get sober, going to meetings, attending an outpatient program in Maryland, living with my sponsor, Nothing worked. I had burnt all my bridges. 
With nowhere else to turn, I came to Houston to live with my grandmother and dad. So I came to my grandmother's house with the expectation of a fresh start. And again, things didn't work. My dad and I drank and used together. It didn't take long before we were getting into physical altercations and I feared for my life. I knew I had to find a safe place for my son and me. I went online and I found Star of Hope and thankfully they had a bed for us. On February 4th, 2005, we had been at Star Hope for about two weeks, and I had gotten a few dollars in my pocket. In my irrational thinking, I decided to leave the shelter and get a six-pack, which led to margaritas and cocaine use. All the while, my son in tow pushing his stroller around town. That became an all-nighter in my food stamp was stolen. I had lost everything. I was out of options. But in all the fogginess and desperation, I had a moment of clarity and I knew I had to get back to the shelter and get help. That night, I made a promise to God and I never prayed back then that if I could get back to the shelter, I would make a change. At the time, all I could do was think about the immediate needs, shelter, food, a safe place in this foreign city. I made it back to the shelter, and the following morning, I was given an address to an inpatient treatment center that would allow me to be with my son. We stayed 54 days, knowing that I didn't have a place to go and didn't have a clue about how to live sober. The name Star Hope came up again. I went to interview for New Hope's 90-day intensive treatment program at the Transitional Living Center of Star Hope. It was accepted. My life began to change, and I started to have hope. This was not a retreat on a beach or a place to kick back. It was work. 40 hours. <laughs> 40 hours of classes per week that included addiction education, relapse prevention, conflict resolution, in addition to a heavy home workload, community chores, and AA meetings. It was really overwhelming at first, but Mr. Patrick Asuko, the director of the program, would say, this is not a playground. This is a training ground. His approach of tough love was just what I needed. It took an extra month, but I graduated. It was a pivotal moment. It was the first time I ever completed anything. After graduation, I transitioned to, a to other programs that were invaluable, such as personal development, which included personal finance, parenting classes, computer classes, a GED program, counseling, career development, a connection to Dress for Success, and a savings program. I stayed at New Hope for four months and the Transitional Living Center for a full 18 months. I was almost two years sober before I was living independently. During that time, I hit some highs and lows, and I'm so very grateful for the duration of this program. It allowed me to work through some very deep wounds 
in a safe place with a caring staff and supportive peers. With a clear, clear head and heart, I was able to have faith in God again. And I recognized just how much grace I had been given. By the way, on February 5th, I celebrated nine years sober. a wonderful incentive package when one completes the program. Star of Hope helps pay for a deposit on an apartment. They provide a care package with basic household items including towels, sheets, dishes, silverware, grocery vouchers, Christmas sponsors, and an open door to attend the weekly New Hope class for support and to pay it forward to current re residents. Today, I work at an oil and gas company as a lease analyst, and I'm the executive assistant to the president. I'm proud to say that I've been with the company seven years. I also give back to the community as a volunteer. It's amazing what can be accomplished when I apply myself and act with integrity. Most importantly, Star of Hope has given me a chance to change the course of my children's lives and their children's lives by breaking the chains of addiction. You know, my motto, my motto is, I used to survive and now I thrive. And when I heard that thrive was the theme for this event, I got goosebumps. I am forever in debt to this organization. If you support Star of Hope, thank you. I hope that you know the impact that you've made on my and many other lives. Karma's smile when she introduced her son was almost as big as the audience reaction to her story. That night we celebrated a thriving and successful single mom and the Star of Hope, the organization that opens its doors and its arms to a lost soul. For more stories and testimonies, visit SOHmission.org and click on Change Lives. Well, that's it for now. Until next time, keep a soul full of joy and a heart filled with hope. A Moment of Hope is produced and presented by the Star of Hope Mission. Ending homelessness one life, one family at a time by providing services to more than 1,000 homeless men, women, and children each day in Houston. Could you spare a little hope today? For more information or to donate to the Star of Hope Mission, please visit SOHmission.org.